<laughs> For all the single people out there, I'm recording again because Moose has a lot of good insights about dating. And I think these are some, some things we need to hear and remember. So one thing you just said was, if you know exactly what you're looking for, that's 90% of the battle. And then what were you telling me just after that? I want people to hear this. Well, we, we can go back. Let's go back a little bit because Natalie is obviously, she's single and ready to mingle, right? <laughs> right. So with that, what I do usually is I sit down with people and I do this with lots of people in lots of different situations, but what is it that you're looking for? And let's go over just using you as an example for your audience. <laughs> what is it that you are looking for in a potential spouse? I'm looking for someone who can make me laugh, someone okay. who loves the outdoors or at least appreciates the outdoors and is willing to do that because I love that. <laughs> someone who yeah. is humble, someone who loves God and is spiritual and can have deep conversations with me, someone who I feel comfortable around and who I can talk to about anything, someone who comes from a good family, someone who's preferably taller than me and who I can feel secure and, and safe in. And then, I mean, obviously you have to be attracted to them too. And then someone who, who values work and has a drive to make things work, right? Whether it's making their job work, making their, like, I mean, marriage is a choice you'll have to make work every day. And then someone who, let's see, I'm on number nine, someone who does have passions that, that they're excited about life with, and then, and that have, that has goals, we'll lump that together. And then lastly, someone who, hmm, someone who I can just see being the father of my children, I don't know if that counts as one of them. Does it or not? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Doesn't count? Oh, I have a note in my phone. I'm pulling it up. Let's see what else I want in a husband. Because, um, I mean, I've made this list since I was 12, and it's it's changed every so often. Let's see. Hmm, what's one more thing on my list? I don't even... This is See, this is why I'm not married, because I don't know what I want. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of a problem. So what I do with this so you want someone that makes you laugh someone mm -hmm. that loves the outdoors someone that loves god makes you feel comfortable has a good family and it's funny when you said taller you change that to secure someone that makes you feel secure and safe aka i like nice arms <laughs> that's fine but i think those feelings are more important than anything else mm. that's the only physical attribute that you put out was taller mm -hmm. which was interesting you wanted someone that has drive, work, and has their own passions. Mm -hmm. So this is a pretty cool person that you're looking for. What do you bring to the table? Oh, I love that. I think I bring to the table passion. I mean, for one, this podcast is evidence of that. And I love trying new things. I feel like I grew up in a very versatile family and my dad's the coolest. And he taught me how to camp and fish and hunt and I can do all that, but he also would take us to the ballet on Valentine's Day. So I, I have an appreciation for the arts and I'm musical and I stay active, try to eat, be healthy. I know that helps you live a better life. I'm family oriented. I love God. I want to live a life of service. I'm far from that, but that is the ultimate goal. <laughs> so you want to live a life of service. What does that mean? 
I want to be that person where at my funeral, people could get up there and be like, wow, like she really, she really just served everyone around her. Why so is want- that important? So you're planning for your funeral? <laughs> I am a little bit. Yeah. I think that's something to, to keep in mind. You know, you never know what's going to happen or maybe it's in 90 years, but I think that's important to me because I think part of that, it's like a two-sided sword. Cause part of that's like an ego thing of like, oh, I want people to think highly of me. But the second thing is, is that time and time again, I know that service equals happiness. Like I know when you're not focused on your problems, like in helping others, your life is just so much happier. Like on my mission, like, although it was so hard, it was probably one of the happiest times of my life because we were dedicating our lives to service. And I, I want to replicate that, whatever, how that looks like in my own life now. Mm-hmm. So what you got to do is when you're dating people, you need to have different little tests for all of these things. Like your, your test with the song. <laughs> exactly. So what I always did was, so like with Kirsten, I wanted someone that I could be happy with at all times. So we took a trip together. Mm. And I was like, if I'm going to be building a life with someone, this is going to be important. One other thing for me was financial literacy. Mm. There's more marriages broken up from finances than anything else. Yeah. That adds a lot of stress to marriage. But you can only have 10 things at one time. So your 12-year-old self probably isn't as mature as what you are now. Mm-hmm. But you have to look and really be like, is it really important to me that my spouse loves the outdoors? Is that a make or break for me? Like, so maybe, yeah. Go ahead. I was just saying, like, make sure everything on, like, make sure those 10 points are make or break points. Yeah. Like, if he's not taller than me or if he's not as tall as I hope he'd be, like, that really shouldn't be a breaking point. Like, to me, I understand that that's not the end all be all. But if he doesn't make you feel secure and safe, maybe that is a breaking point. But back to the secure and safe. Yeah. Secure, secure and safe. I think security and safety can come not just from physique, but I think the physique can help. I don't know. I'm, I'm such a touchy person that sometimes when I'm stressed and panicked, all I need is like just a, a secure hug or cuddling and feeling just embraced. Like there, I think there's power in that. At least that's something I value. Sure. So. Hmm. And- Those are things that you really need to look at for. So, like, I think too many people are dating just to date and check off. Like, hey, I went on a date this week. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And some people are dating when they shouldn't be dating. They're like, Mm. I'm not ready for this. So if you're both not dating to – you don't have the same goals while you're dating, that's another red flag too. Mm. Like you, you need to find someone who's also dating toward marriage. Yeah. And – People say they are, but if they're not going towards an actual goal, once again, it's the unnamed arrow never misses. So that's when you get in a, basically, a relation shiz, is what I call it. (laughs) Where both people aren't going towards the same goal and you end up tugging against each other. When you're married, you guys both have to be rowing towards the same destination. Hmm. And that's where it becomes interesting. But if you've got this list of 10 things and you suck as a person, that's another thing too, where you're like, oh, okay, 
maybe I'm not attracting the person that will be doing this thing. Mm. That this person that I'm looking for. And that's another thing you have to take a step back and look at. And are you the person that this person would go for? Yeah. And I that's where need to work of, on my financial literacy. Well, that could be something you need to work at, or maybe not. Maybe someone's looking for someone that's not financially literate. But that was just important for me because mm -hmm. I saw I saw people go into marriages where one party would have ten, twenty thousand dollars in debt off stupid things. And so it's just like, whoa, do I really want to enter into a marriage where I'm paying off this person's credit card debt for whatever? Mm. Yeah, I think that's one of my new 10 things is just being on the same page, same rowing toward the same goal financially. Yeah. Yeah. But Kirsten and I, every year we sit down and we're like, hey, what are your goals now? I mean, this year was Kirsten's year of Kirsten. She wanted to travel, do at least four big trips. So we did Ireland, we did Chicago, we're doing, she's doing Egypt, and um, we're doing Oregon and Thailand. But this was a big travel year for Kirsten. Yeah, that's she wanted awesome. To make sure that we did everything she wanted to before we decided to start having a family or decided to start trying to have a family. Yeah. So she didn't have any regrets. I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, they get into marriage and their like first thought is like, multiply and replenish the earth. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't even really know the person you're with, let alone multiply and replenish the earth. <laughs> Let's make sure you have a foundation so that if things hit the fan, you're not bringing kids in this world for divorce, you know? Yeah. And it's hard to be married. I mean, it's hard to not be married. You just got to choose your heart. Yeah. What other dating advice do you have before we sign off? <laughs> so work on myself and my 10 things of myself that I can offer. Work on knowing clearly my 10 things of what I want so I can find what I'm looking for. What else? I think who you surround yourself with is one of the most important things in this entire world. So if you're around crappy people, don't expect that person with the 10 things to come into your life. Put yourself in situations where you can be successful and just kind of take risks. Mm. When you go out of your comfort zone, that's the only time anything good happens. Mm. It's really interesting because I'll deal with people and they're like, I want to get married or I want to do this. And then you look at their actions and you look at their habits and the consequences of their actions and habits are they're just going to be chilling by themselves forever. Mm. And that's always rough too. And the other thing is you could be doing everything right. And the hard thing is it's in the Lord's timing as well. That's yeah. the other thing. I was dealing with a mission companion recently. And so one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met but he had in his head that the formula was if we knocked X amount of doors, we'd get X amount of referrals, we'd get X amount of stuff, and we'd get X amount of baptisms. I'm like, that's not how that works. And he's worked his whole life in that situation where he's like, if I grind, then this will happen. The Lord works differently and people work differently. So you can put yourself in the right amount of situations, but 
Sometimes it just doesn't work out as well. And you have to be okay with everything that comes your way. The consequences of you going out, putting yourself out in big situations, making yourself a better person, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just that. And what a good consequence for your actions. Right. Yeah, there's so, no harm in, in bettering yourself ever. And then hopefully that just propels you to where you need to be. Yeah, difficult things with girls is sometimes guys get intimidated from things like that. Mm. And so you have to find a strong enough person that they want to support you in what you're doing. Sometimes guys are just freaking knuckleheads and they're like, oh, I just want someone that's subservient to me. Mm. That's not what you should ever want as a guy. No. Women don't want that either. (laughs) Some do, some don't. Mm. Some want to go to college and just get married and they're like, that was cool. But at the end of the day, I've seen so many of those girls that their lives are unfulfilled as well. They're like, I wish I would have taken the opportunity to travel. I wish I would have done this or that or this or that. Mm -hmm. You, life becomes so much better. And then if they can find a real helpmate where they're like, okay, we're doing this together and this is where our wins are. Mm. That's when you really propel yourselves in life. I mean, the happiest couples I've seen, it's not just one person's successful and the other person's a dork. It's both people are really working at it and having fun with it. But I don't know. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for this extra 13 minutes of helpful dating advice. And I definitely have things to think on and a vision to clear up on what I'm looking for. So thank you again for just all your thoughts. and. I hope to have you on in a few months. We can talk about something else too because you are, are a man of many talents. You have so many passions and I love it. One we didn't talk about was how great Draper Utah is and just like a plug for that, Draper Utah's the best. We love Draper. I love old Draper. Old Draper. Utah's changing, but we'll have to yeah. find the good in that. <laughs> no, there's great in it. It's just funny because like most people nowadays, they're like, oh, you're from Draper you must have done this, this, and that. And I'm like, no, I grew up branding cows. Like, it's different than what you'd expect. Yeah. Well, people are funny. People All are right. funny. Thank you again, Moose, and have a happy day, everyone. See you later.